the soft landing ended in uh, December. So every day that goes by, if there are more jobs lost, if there uh, is more higher uh, rates, putting pressure on credit cards and car loans, that hurts the lower end of our economy. You know, credit card debt going up. Um, we know that commercial real estate is troubled, right? So we're seeing some some rippling there with all this maturity wall when uh, loans come and due. Get ready for a new episode of KP Talks Dollars and Cents. Learn financial literacy and get real-time updates on all things housing, finance, and real estate. So let's get started. Here's your host, Kevin Perenio. Hey, it's KP coming to you live from Corona, California. Well, we talk about the 70s on here a lot, which are the life events, and we always say deployment first for a reason. And the reason is because our veterans, our servicemen and women put it on the line every day for us. And over this weekend, we had three American servicemen die in Jordan defending our country. A drone attack occurred on a base um, trying to regulate traffic that goes through a highway, make sure no weaponry is being run by all these different rebel groups and countries out there in these um, you know, sparse roads in the middle of these deserts. And um, 34 people were also injured in addition. And there's another base right on the other side from that Jordan uh, border on the other side uh, of, in Syria that is also exposed out there. Um, and so, you know, this is where all these borders come together, Jordan, Syria, and Iraq. And we're trying to make sure that, you know, you know all this, you know, nefarious activity is regulated. So uh, 160 attacks on U.S. Um, assets, people, outposts since Hamas invaded Israel, uh, Hamas, a terrorist group. Um, so, you, you know, freedom isn't free. This random ass obscure road in the desert out in the Middle East. Um, we had people from our country protecting the way we live killed. And, um, you know, this is a geopolitical event that we look at. We look at markets and we look at what goes on. Um, you know, we want to see, you know, what's going to happen here. Obviously, you know, before I get into the data points and all that kind of stuff, I mean, it's awful what happened. And um, obviously, um, our hearts go out uh, to those family members involved. And of course, um, you know, all the brothers and sisters out there on that post um, who are dealing with that, you know, that tragedy. So hopefully, um, we can protect our people and respond accordingly. Um, you know, geopolitical events, they absolutely impact uh, the way our, uh, our markets work, right? And so, these are events that come out of nowhere, right? So when is there going to be a war in the Middle East? Uh, Ukraine, Russia, the Red Sea, uh, more, uh, you know, how much will the U.S. escalate this? Um, we're in an election year, you know, um, other countries around the world want to stir our pot, right? And get us all ginned up and worked up. And it's working on me because I'm pissed off that three people died. But, um, you know, I have to control my emotions. Uh, you know, all I can say is this stuff impacts what we do. Um, our markets are data dependent. And the secondary market is cold, heartless, and unforgiving. And, um, you know, they want to see what's going on with data, you know, war, deaths, COVID deaths, terrorist attacks, pandemics, all the stuff that goes on there. It impacts the flow of money and the way our world works. And so we'll keep an eye on these events. Um, but it's again, that's why we say deployment first. All right. So the conference season kicked off uh, last week and I'll recap that. But I want to talk about one that's going to happen here in California in May. 
So the California Mortgage Banker Association, which I'm on the board of directors um, for about a year now, um, we are hosting the Mortgage Innovator Conference, and that's in Anaheim in May. So sponsors out there, attendees, C-levels, technologists, we're going to put together a good agenda. And tomorrow, uh, there'll be a link down below, um, there's an FAQ session. Um, Susan Malazzo, the CEO, Paul Gelati, uh, who's, uh, who was the chair last year of this conference together with Margaret Shiverini. Um, Margaret's rolling off the board. I think she like maxed out her years of, uh, of service. Um, and, uh, there are term limits actually. Uh, and, um, to, so this year together, Paul, I'm helping co-chair this, uh, mortgage innovator conference. It'll be a great team on there. Sarah and Nick and a bunch of others will be, uh, giving some FAQs tomorrow morning. That's 11 AM Pacific time for potential sponsors. There'll be a link down below. And if you sign up by the end of the week, there'll be a 10% discount. Okay, last week, first conference of the year, the Mortgage Banker Association National uh, Group had their IMB, the Independent Mortgage Banker Association, and it was festive, it was positive. It wasn't just because it was in New Orleans, because the food is great, but it's because locks are up, rates are down, compared to year over year, and even compared to just in October at the National Convention um, in Philadelphia when um, rates were at 8%, the highest I'd ever seen in my short little 24-year career. And so, um, you know, when, when uh, business picks up, people get more positive. So it was nice to see that. Um, I hosted a panel uh, on behalf of the Mortgage Banker Association, had um, Ashley Marshall on there from the MBA talking about social media, um, had Ali Cardi from Act to Comply, who is a you know, Gen Z specialist, great at social selling, and Greg Scher, who uh, is a managing director at NFM Lending, talking about um, social selling and the uh, initiatives they have going on. So Really great panel, great show, great dinners. As usual, I'm bouncing around back and forth. Then I finished up with lunch on Wednesday with my good friend John Tallinger and Tim Pascarella. John, uh, JT over at uh, Class Evaluation at Mothers. Got to hit that up. Delay in the airport, no water at the airport, nobody could pee at the airport. Then I headed over to Miami Brickle where I met with Truve, had a dinner with them. They've got great information, uh, data on verification of, uh, of income. And um, then had meetings with them and collaborating with them and their team and some other people uh, like Dominic Marchetti, uh, who I used to work for at First Magnus. And um, yeah, that was all day Thursday. And then rode over to the Ford Association of Miami Professionals Miami Chapter trade show. Now, I used to live in South Florida for 13 years. So I attended this trade show many, many years and um, got to see some of our retail people there. Uh, you know who you are. And uh, we also had, um, you know, our uh, wholesale team that had uh, a booth and some account executives, of course, some great vendor partners and people I've known out there um, in the community for many years. They were off 45 minutes, hauled over to South Beach, dinner with Core Logic, shut down the rooftop bar at one hotel, got up the next morning, had conference meetings, collaboration, great group, Fannie, Freddie, all these great lenders, Core Logic put it on, trying, you know, to see where things are going in our business and, um, and try and collaborate together. Try and drive more uh, adoption of digital tools, whether it's uh, day one certainty or AIM, uh, making sure that we have you know, better quality data, just talking about all kinds of stuff. And then uh, may have shut down uh, South Beach that night and flew home. So uh, conference season has kicked off. I'll be with Matic later this week uh, in, uh, in Scottsdale. So I'll tip you on that one. Okay, humongous week this week. By the way, James Kleiman was interviewed by Sarah Wheeler on Housing Wire. Did a great job on a podcast recapping the IMB. So thank you for highlighting that. Huge data week. If the Fed is data dependent, there's a lot of data coming out. 
So, I mean, like, I'm not just talking about, like, we just had the wolf moon, and it was late in the month that we had a full moon, which means we have two full moons in December. And then here we are full, four years later, and both the Chiefs and 49ers are squaring off again in the same year as a Biden and Trump election, which the last time the Super Bowl happened, the pandemic started shortly thereafter. So I don't know what's going on, but um, it is a crazy freaking data-dependent, crazy year, starts the year. Um, the Fed has a meeting Tuesday and Wednesday. And on Wednesday, they answer a lot of questions. Wednesday is also the largest day of companies reporting earnings for Q4. And most of the companies reporting this week are enormous. I mean, we've got steel companies, oil companies at the end of the week, like ExxonMobil and Chevron. We've got um, all the uh, Tesla already reported last week. They missed, guided down. Personally, I think it's a plot for Elon to drive the stock price down and be handed some more shares by the board or buy it cheap. Um, brilliant. Uh, some people are playing 3D chess, you know. Uh, then, of course, uh, NVIDIA doesn't report for another month. So we got Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Google. Uh, they're all reporting, uh, you know, this week. Uh, Meta, of course, as well. Um, so uh, steel companies reporting. Tons of data. Um, jobs data. It's jobs week this week. ADP, payroll. The job opening number comes out tomorrow. Labor turnover, the quit rate. What's wage inflation like? I mean, it's unbelievable. And of course, we end the week on Friday with the jobs report for January. It is unbelievable the amount of stuff that's going on. And I'm just teasing you up for it. I don't have to talk about it right now. Um, now, one big piece of data that come out today, the Fed, uh, the Treasury, excuse me, the Treasury number. It's a number that we look at really closely now. And I really dug in. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. I go to the Treasury. Um, I've been going here for a few months now, for, the, for about six months. And um, you can get the press release. So... On October 31st, right, Treasury Secretary Yellen, former chair uh, uh, woman uh, Yellen, she announced how much new treasuries will be issued in the quarter. So on October 31st, it was like $770 billion. And then they put an estimate of what this quarter would be, $860 billion. Well, today, they came out and said um, it's only going to be $760 billion. So it's $55 billion less in new treasury issuance to fund our government. They're getting more tax revenue. They're getting more money in from different places. And the estimate they put for the next quarter, the first estimate, $202 billion. Uh, bond market like that. So let's watch all this data. Lots of data coming out. Uh, Fed's going to be cutting by May. That's my guess. Cheers. Hey, it's KP coming to you live from Scottsdale. We are in TPC Scottsdale, the uh, Waste Management Open. One of the most exciting tournaments in golf is... Uh, taking place here people are starting to come in you can check it out it's beautiful whether you like golf or not it's fun this is one of the more fun tournaments because people just go rowdy especially on hole 16 i'm at the champions course not the stadium course uh but uh still it's friday afternoon it's after two the market just closed jobs report came out today the fed spoke all the big mega cap stocks reported earnings except for nvidia which they're at about a month about four weeks from now humongous, busy, crazy, insane week. So I want to just get a quick note out here. I waited until after the jobs report. I normally put out on Thursday evening, but I wanted to get something out um, Friday afternoon um, after the jobs report. By the way, RIP Coral Weathers, Chubbs Peterson, Happy Gilmore, and of course Apollo Creed, one of the best actors out there. For those of us in our 40s, uh, we remember him. He was 76, passed away on the 1st. Okay, so uh, by the way, uh, the Carrington Chair Foundation 
Uh, they just put out an email for their event. It's on Columbus Day every year. Um, it is one of the best charity events I've ever attended. It's 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 top notch. They take care of our wounded warriors, give them you know uh, stability, uh, mobility, and then prosperity. It's just amazing what they do for our wounded warriors. So look out for the link there and get signed up um, if you can. It's a fantastic event. I'm here in town because I met with Matic Insurance, and uh, they're a great uh, uh, property insurer uh, for homeowners insurance. And so what they do is, you know, look, the down payment's the number one cost, title's the second biggest cost, and then your insurance is your third biggest cost. And so, you know, we're trying to find ways to help our consumers uh, get a better price. Um, we love the folks at Atlas Title. They're fantastic on the title side, and uh, Matic Insurance um, on the homeowners insurance side. So. I'm out here, I meet with them, and then heading back here shortly um, after a late lunch and a late, late round. So I'm trying I'm trying to get this work-life balance thing down. I got four and a half hours of sleep last night, three the night before. Um, it's busy. Work is busy. There's a lot going on. Um, we uh, The first Friday of every month, I run our uh, national TPO call. We have a wholesale correspondent channel. Um, there's some changes going on in the wholesale channel right now. Another wholesale lender um, is shutting their doors and uh, we're all in, right? But this, you guys know, I don't like to talk about PRMG and, and pimp ourselves out. I mean, obviously I'm talking about a competitor here, trying to be a collaborative in spirit. So, um, you know, it's gonna be, there's still changes, right? Like earlier this week, uh, New York Community Bank, you know, they, uh, they are the owners of Flagstar and um, also uh, took some of the assets, obviously of Signature Bank, fantastic company um, out of New York, um, you know, facing some pressures, some headwinds. Um, I think that management team's going to pull through, and I think it's a great, uh, a great company. Obviously, we have tons of great colleagues and friends at Flagstar as well, and so um, have confidence in that leadership team over there. So, so the point I'm making is, jobs came out today, over 350,000 jobs. The economy's strong, things are great, right? But there's still problems, you know, in the world, right? There's problems in our nation, you know. And just to touch on. Um, China Evergrande, right? The, you know, they're bigger than the GSCs here in, in America than Fannie and Freddie. I mean, three hundred sixty uh, billion dollars in liabilities with only two hundred forty billion dollars in uh, assets. Uh, a Hong Kong court said, "Hey, get rid of all your properties. Get rid of your assets. You need to liquidate." Now, of course, like seventy percent of their assets are in mainland China, so we'll see what mainland China says. Uh, after a ruling from a Hong Kong court, uh, which, you know, there's kind of a, a difference there um, in, um, you know, a, as it relates to Hong Kong versus mainland China and an uh, authority there. So um, China, the Chinese markets, the stock markets are down like 15, 16%. Most emerging markets are up double digits. The stock market is ripping. Right now, the market just closed. I just looked and the S&P is at a 52-week high. So, you know, I know there's some bears out there and there's conservative people and I get it. Some people don't want to lose money. Um, but if you weren't in like the six, seven best businesses in the world, what are you thinking? Like these companies, you know, Apple, Google, Meta, Meta. Um, yeah, you know, they have ups and downs. They don't always make their quotas, this, that, but they're great businesses with tons of reflowing cash. Cash is king. Credit makes the world go round. Rates are still up. The Fed said they're not going to cut in March. So um, they're remaining data dependent. And that data that they're looking at is inflation. Now, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it's funny to hear people say, oh, they're going to cut because, you know, they want to help out the election. 
Well, take the other side of that conspiracy theory. Jerome Powell, Powell is a Republican and, you know, overwhelmingly the board and all the economists and all the Fed boards, they're overwhelmingly uh, liberal. And so you would think they would be dovish and want to cut. Uh, you know, a 50 basis point rate cut in May is super impactful for the lower socioeconomic uh, range of our economy. I mean, that's a big time uh, savings on car loans and credit cards and, and all those things. Um, so the other side of the conspiracy theory is that Powell's holding out and not cutting uh, sooner so uh, to sway the election his way. So, again, I mean, I, I hear conspiracy theories. Again, I, I don't want to dabble in all that. I think they're data dependent. And uh, inflation is coming down. They acknowledge it as such. They said it's coming down. And that's the war they're waging. They're trying to beat inflation. So as inflation continues to come down and, um, you know, they're data dependent, um, I still stand by a May 1st cut. <coughs> um, even Goldman Sachs says May. So I think there's some of the brightest people out there. Um, they would never hire me. Uh, but, um, hey, I've been saying for a year May, and now they say May. Anyway, so I, the Fed is still data dependent. Inflation's coming down. It's falling like a rock. Um, it's coming down every month. You're reading. Six month back on the PCE, we're two percent. That's their target. So you know, come May, we'll be you know nine, ten, eleven months at two percent most likely. But they want to see and validate that. So um, jobs report obviously is positive. And so what's interesting is, like the stock market does a really good job of uh, trying to try to take minutes at how to make money, or as the bondholders try to lose money. And what's interesting is, uh, going back to 1986, the average time from the last rate hike, which for us was in August, to the first rate cut is eight months. Uh, eight months. That would be April. So, you know, by average, May would be the cut. Um, that's just a stat that I uncovered. Um, the only time it was longer was 15 months, but that was after um, the humongous credit collapse of 2007 and 2008, the great financial crisis. So, um, you know, the Fed is looking to cut if inflation keeps coming down. That's They've already said it as such. At the March 20th meeting, we'll get their next dot plot, and they'll tell us exactly what they're thinking about inflation and cuts and all the above. Um, job support was strong. So the stock market does pretty well from the time of the last rate uh, hike, August, as we know of the stock market. Well, but interestingly, once the Fed starts cutting, it's been bounced upwards kind of buy this lie on the rumor sell on the news the stock market tends to come down a little bit i'm not a financial advisor it's about it's but um something to be mindful of uh so probably still a good little run here in the market for a little bit but then you know we'll see what the fed does and how the economy does gdp is good job growth is good inflation is good uh is this what a soft landing looks like and i will contend that the soft landing ended in uh December. So every day that goes by, if there are more jobs lost, if there uh, is more higher uh, rates, putting pressure on credit cards and car loans, that hurts the lower end of our economy. You know, credit card debt going up. Um, we know that commercial real estate is troubled, right? So we're seeing some some rippling there with all this maturity wall with uh, loans coming due. So I, I'll just say that um, I don't think it gets... Uh, the landing gets softer. I think, you know, the longer we go with higher rates, the harder it is on the economy. But I don't think a recession's in the cards. 
Uh, anyway, I you know just want to get this note out. Have a fantastic, wonderful weekend. Go eat a burger, bang out some emails, get ready. Let's go. Spring purchase season is here. Cheers. You've been listening to KP Talks Dollars and Cents, a top-rated show for those who want to learn about the economy and mortgage environment. Tune in each week for more episodes, and please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Kevin Perenio does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through KP Talks Dollars and Cents. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice. For more info, follow KP Talks Dollars and Cents on all of our social channels.